some kind of cop. Hear ye, hear ye. Attention all listeners of this podcast. We got a circle jerk jumping off, so if you want to join in, grab some Vaseline and meet us in Mackie's Clubhouse. Yes, this is Mackie's Clubhouse, where we're talking about another episode of The Shield. I'm Kevin. I'm confused. It's <laughs> <laughs> a line from the episode, kind of. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, you missed that part, huh? You're talking about episode three, bang. They said that in here. Yep, season four, episode three. When uh, they first get to Choppa, and uh, they're like, oh, well, you, you guys are in here planning retaliation? And he's like, no, we got a circle jerk jumping up. <laughs> Grab some Vaseline and join in. Oh, I see. I totally missed that. Holy <laughs> shit. It's a little hard to understand him with that big grill. That's probably yeah, why. Yeah, that grill, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not a master of enunciation, that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so yeah, original air date on Bang. You know, here's what's weird is that um, I got a text today from our, our buddy Lance. You know, the the one guy that listens to our podcast, <laughs> and he was like, "Do you ever have you ever drank Bang?" And I was like, "Why the fuck would he ask me that?" And then he and he he was like, "Well, you asked Jank that," and I'm like, "Oh, he must be listening to that episode." <laughs> but then this episode's called Bang. So why were we talking about Bang before? That is a good question. Yeah. I I remember talking about that last week. Yeah, but last how week. it came up, I couldn't fucking tell you. All right, yeah, I don't go back and listen. Anyways. Original air date, uh, March 29th, 2005, directed by Guy Ferlin, who we're well familiar with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's been been in the mix since the beginning. As is the writer, Scott Rosenbaum. He's he's been around forever. Yeah. So, bunch of old hat at at this point. (laughs) Yeah, old hat. That is true. true. They're like a worn-in pair of pants, these guys. Um... You remember so, uh, uh, this one? I was gonna Go say, do you, do you remember um, William Hung? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she banged. You remember she banged? She banged. <laughs> sure did. That was pretty awesome. You'd be possible to avoid that for a while. You a big William Hung fan? Why does everybody <laughs> keep asking me that? You know what? That's okay. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Oh, it should sound very familiar. Oh, fuck. The I license plate says like. W L H U N G. And the one guy says, Oh, are you a big William Hung fan? And then the other guy says, Why does it, who is that? Why does everybody keep asking me that? <laughs> Fuck, I know exactly. Oh, yeah. I can't think of it. Oh, man. We were looking for the office, Jank. Damn office. it. I was going to say it was probably the office. But... It's Ryan talking to Packer. <laughs> Because he has to drive him around because he has too many DUIs. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyways, the shield, Jank. The shield. Yeah, um, bang. We opened up with like a Tupac song in this one. Damn, how'd they get the rights for that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I At least I think it's Tupac. It sounded like Tupac, but I'm not real good at Tupac rap. Like, I know yeah, songs. I, I, know I, don't, I don't know a lot of songs, so. But it sounded like him. Dear mama. Like, he always kind of stretches his words out a little bit and stuff, so maybe it was him. But there's a big drive-by. Yeah. It sounded yeah. like. <laughs> I can't teach you. <laughs> um, but there's a big drive-by. A lot, of, a lot of guys dead and shit. The spooks yeah. gang, I guess. Yep. A whole bunch of them are dead. Billings is there. He's got this case, and he's like, I don't know. Who cares? I love Billings. He's just like, he's like thinking like, like, Dutch and Claude, I care too much. This Billings guy, he's just like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm clocking out at five. <laughs> yeah. Don't matter to me if this case gets solved. <laughs> Billings <laughs> is definitely the quintessential definition of running out the clock. Like, there's people you work with in real life, and they are definitely just running out the clock. You got your tryhards, and you got your running out the clock people, mm-hmm. and uh, Billings is definitely a running out the clock. How would you describe yourself, Jank? <laughs> I think I'm uh, I'm definitely feeling the uh, the billings on this one. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> He's yeah. my spirit animal for sure. 
I'll be honest with you. Like, as soon as I get to work, like, I'm standing there, like, waiting to punch in or whatever at the time clock. And I'll immediately think, like, all right, I got eight minutes and 17 or eight hours and 17 minutes. I'll be punching back out again and then add, like, another 26 (laughs) minutes to get home. All right. This many hours to lunch. Yes, like I'm all after lunch. Punch, I love this much time left. Already so punching out that. before I even punch in in the morning. <laughs> yep, that's where I'm at anymore because I am just unmotivated by everything. <laughs> um, so we got Vic and Lamb and Ronnie. They're all hanging out at a bar and they're they're talking about how like Shane's in bed with Antoine Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And so. They can't let that happen. Yeah, he's still our problem that Shane's, you know, doing this shit, even though we're not on a team anymore. Like, if he goes down, he's going to squeal on all of us to try to get a deal. So we got to make sure Shane stays in the clear. (laughs) And Lemmy's just like, fuck it, I tried to get rid of this guy. Like, I tried to quit the team just so I wouldn't have to deal with this fucker. And now he's been so caught up in his shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Like, yeah, Shane's such a dick in both. Like, he's been a dick this whole season so far. Yeah. And he's just getting more dickish as it goes along. He, uh, he's playing way too hard. So we find out, too, Lem's going to be hanging around because he's, he's riding with Danny and Julian. I don't know, some juvenile case that they got going. Yeah, they'll kind of, they'll touch back on that in a little bit but basically a whole bunch of the cops are gonna have to go out and just kind of like take pictures of the various gangs and their members and stuff like that get pictures of their tattoos and stuff like that so uh vic talked to lem's ceo i guess and got him put with danny and julian to try to you know go around and show them the ropes of yeah here's you know here's these gangs and what they're up to so that's what's going on with them and then we get uh glenn close um Whatever her name is. I, I, I'm so bad. With Monica. Her. Monica. Monica. <laughs> so Monica is addressing the squad as the, you know, this is her first. She's got the whole squad there. She's their captain. She got her police blues on. She's not wearing like a yeah. suit. She's she got like a, she got a uniform on. And, um, she like, she gives, she gives a fucking, this is a great fucking speech, man. This whole fucking <laughs> scene is just phenomenal. Well, it starts um, out shaky. Like at first, she's not she's not doing so hot. Like yeah, because she's, she's like, reading uh, up the cards and stuff. Yeah, she's not comfortable <laughs> doing it. And she basically like you know she's trying to like you know oh, I got to keep my thoughts here. I'm gonna be professional. And then she like she's like kind of like gives it like that. Fuck it. I'm just gonna swing from the hip on these. Yeah, once Vic kind of cuts the ice uh, or cuts the tension with uh, with his you know joke about imagining people naked, you no know, would do it with this crowd. Like yeah, then she kind of relaxes and just goes off the cuff. And from yes. that point, it gets real good. Yeah, she talks up the squad a bit. She talks about like she knows what they go through because she used to work there too. She tells them you know they're going to start seizing assets in the neighborhood and that money's going to be dispersed back into the the. the the neighborhood, the precinct, and I don't remember who else gets some, but um, I think the DA's office gets uh, a piece too. Uh, maybe it's the DA, yeah. And so um, she also tells them all that like she's she's putting like a, a charge, she's she's putting Vic in charge of like some kind of like special task squad that involves like gangs or murders. I think she says something like that. Yeah, anything <laughs> gang related. Yeah, yeah I just was, love the look that like uh, Dutch and Claudette kind of give yeah. each other at that point. Like, it oh. is awesome. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, it is good. And so like she just basically gives them like, all right, so let's get out there and go to work type of thing. And boop, 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 boop. We get the theme song. Eight minutes, forty nine seconds. It's a deep one. Yeah. But this at most the, of it was that speech. But yeah, that speech is it's speech. so good. It's not like yeah, like you say, it's not it's not like a thirty second thing. It goes on several minutes. This whole addressing of the squad yeah yeah she's really winning people over like she's talking about all the stuff they're going to do with the money and stuff like that like besides just fixing up the men's room they're going to get like equipment that works and there's going to be overtime and more cops and all kind of shit so everyone's like yeah this fucking this is great (laughs) yeah it is great um so we now find out that like Vic's now headquartered up in fucking Aceveda's office. Like that, that's yeah. now Vic's office, which is pretty awesome. He's using that Talk as like Aceveda. his headquarters for his. They're not the strike team. I don't know. They don't have a specific name. I don't think. Do they? 
Uh, it's just like the game detail, I guess. I think he's. I think they said that he's got 20, 20 unis and ten detectives basically working for him. So it's kind of like a strike team, but you know, times ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, much bigger. Yeah. Um. So he's up there. Lem's with Danny and Julie. Julian. Uh, Ronnie is with Billings. It seems. I don't know. They're they're partnered up for the day. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um. Vic goes to see Antoine Mitchell at this point at his apartment. And yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what the conversation is. Basically, like, you know, just, you know. Oh, the, like he's trying to figure out what started this war because they, they realized that the, the drive-by was done by one-niners. So there's some kind of one-niner spook street beef going on. But they don't know what started it or who or anything like that. So he's going to Antoine to try to see what he knows. And he's like, yeah, I don't know either. And he's all haggard. He's been up all night trying to figure it out, too. But he ain't getting anywhere either. Um, you know, we got, like, yeah, like I mentioned, Danny and Julian and them motherfuckers, they're fucking, they're out taking pictures <laughs> of kids and gang members. And it's fucking stupid. Um, that whole storyline can kiss my ass. The whole fucking, we'll talk about it later on. It, it's fucking sucks. I mean, it's okay. It's not the greatest. At least it's something to do, I guess. <laughs> now, take Lem out of that. It, say it's Danny and Julian just walking around yeah. taking pictures. Terrible. That's true. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that is... it's Lem that carries them guys. Not that he does anything, but it's just like, oh, Lem's in the scene. All right, it, it holds some weight now a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like when they put Taylor with them. Like, it automatically makes their scenes more tolerable. Yes, exactly. Plus, you know, he's one of the four pillars of the show, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get Vic and Shane. They meet up at like some roach coach thing, you know, like one of them driving around food truck things. And they they have a pretty good conversation where uh, Vic's basically like, you know, well, first off, he's like, you got to go to Gilroy's funeral and all that kind of shit. <laughs> But, Too late. You know, he already missed it. <laughs> yeah. But he's saying like, um, oh, I can't remember exactly what. What does Vic? What's Vic looking for? He's looking for information from Shane. I'm yeah. Guessing about, he, he figures, you know, that this this gang beef must have something. You know, Vice should have a line on this too. He's trying to get some information on Shane. See if he knows what's starting this. And Shane's just like, oh, you know, we got our own shit going on. We don't have time to look into that. But Vic's like, oh, hey. I, 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 you know, looked out for you and that whole Deadeye thing and the Blackberry, so uh, you should probably help me out, too. Yeah. Shane's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I did like that uh, he's, like, shaking down the taco truck guy or something. Yeah. He has, like, a cash burrito. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, too, maybe Vic's also trying to see, like, oh, how, how in bed with Antoine is Shane at this point. Like, if he gives yeah. me info right now, he might be too far in. So there's that feeling out going on as well. But Shane's being shifty as fuck, though. Yeah, yeah. He is super shifty. So Vic gets a tip on some dude, I think. Because he goes and raids some guy's house who they think's involved with the shooting. Mm-hmm. And they find his laundry. Yeah, it's the guy whose car it was that got shot up. Okay. Yeah, but he wasn't there, so they, they tracked the guy's guy down to his mom's house um and this is where the whole, whole circle jerk thing comes about when they storm in on this guy <laughs> oh okay all right all right yeah and then like they they check the laundry because the mom was doing some laundry and oh look what's in there the bloody clothes the guy was wearing last night <laughs> yes <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later um <laughs> So, Glenn Close, I'm just going to call her Glenn Close, because I I won't remember. (laughs) So, she gives uh, Claudette and Dutch, like, this shitty fucking case, because, you know, Claudette's still in the shithouse, she won't apologize, so, um, is this the, this ain't the coffee, dude. Like, I watched Yeah, this is the coffee. Okay, so they get this case where, like, some guys rob at convenience stores by, like, Order like he goes and gets a cup of coffee, and when the guy goes to open the register when he pays for it, he throws the coffee in their face and grabs the money. Mm-hmm. That, that's their case, and they <laughs> yeah. know it's a bullshit case, but they're like, you know, uh, some uni can handle this. And they're like, nope, only these two world class detectives. 
Yeah, well, because she's like uh, something about you. Do you apologize yet? And she's like, no. <laughs> so it's basically they're they're getting punished, is what it is for you know yep. the whole thing with that DA and all that shit last season. And uh, Dutch is really starting to struggle. He is having a hard time with this whole thing. He's just like he sees all the commotion around this whole gang war, and he's just like, man, looks like fun to be a cop around here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Claudette's just like whatever. She's like. No, not talking she's just like i'm not apologizing whatever fuck it so they're like okay fuck it we'll look into this thing should they go to the hospital because the victim has like coffee burns on the face and there's a whole scene <laughs> is this the one is this where fucking dutch flips out oh not yet this is where uh like shots ring out in the hospital oh yeah yeah because uh, yeah. apparently one of the guy, one of the you know spruce street guys was there and one of the one niners walked in and started shooting so uh, there was more retaliation, basically, and so the Vic shows up. Corinne wasn't working that day, but uh, they're just like, "Oh shit! Like this, this thing is really escalating out of control. We got to do something about this whole gang war." And and, and so um, Claudette and Dutch are like, "Oh, you want us to help out on this?" And she's like, "Ah, no, go back to that coffee <laughs> guy. Fuck it, Vic's here. He can handle it. You you just worry about the coffee." Um. Let's see. So they're interviewing um, the, the, the guy with the laundry. Is that Chapa? Yep. Yeah, Chapa. Yeah. Chapa sick balls. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so they're interviewing him, and then Shane comes in with this DVD. He's like, oh, this guy's, I, I think he calls him Goldie G or something like that. Yeah. Yep, that's his rap name, apparently. He's a triple X rap mogul. <laughs> And he's got this DVD, so they go watch his DVD, and he's like, he's rapping, he's fucking this girl while he's rapping, and it, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know who that's for. Like, if you want to beat off, like, you don't want someone rapping over it. <laughs> and if you want to watch a rap video, you're probably just going to, you're going to see this porn and be like, man, I wish I was beating off instead of watching this. <laughs> you're going to be distracted. Yeah. <laughs> It is a very niche audience on this DVD for <laughs> yes. sure. Yeah, because I was like, well, well it's you're not. really the master of none in this one. I'm like, just kinda... it's, it's not really sexy. And he's not really a good rapper either. So yeah. yeah, I don't really know what you're doing with this DVD. But he's, he's kind of happy because this whole thing's giving him street cred for his rap career. Yeah, I hear you. But that's probably. The only way he's going to get any hits. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, they go and watch. So, apparently, okay, so this dude, Choppa, in the video is banging like a 1-9 girl. Yeah, she's got like a tattoo on her ass, so. Yeah, so they, so they think this is what's starting the whole drive-by war, because people are just getting shot all over the fucking place in this episode. Yeah. And it's this girl. Um, so they bring in like the the leader of the One Niners, uh, or at least supposedly the leader. Antoine's obviously you know really the leader behind the scenes, but this guy's claiming to be the leader. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, she's just some hoe, and he's not not giving up anything. So they find out, like, who produced the video. I can't remember the dude's name. He had, like, a cool guy name. I don't know. He was like, oh, it's House Party. I don't know what the fuck his name was. <laughs> they go to this dude's house, and, um, well, they're getting ready to go, like, because Shane's like, uh, hey, me and Army got a, got a lead on uh, who produced this video or whatever. And Vic's like, oh, uh, you want me to come with you? And he's like, yeah, you know, if you, if you want to tag along, I guess you can. Like, Shane's being such an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Really, really is. Is. They protected him for so long, man. Like, I understand you're mad about shit, but Vic looked out for you for the most part. Yeah, he pulled his ass out of so many fires. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't say that's how it works out later on where Vic looks out for him. He doesn't. <laughs> early on, he was looking out for him. Yeah. <laughs> Those first three seasons. Definitely. So they go and talk to that guy, and he gives up the name of the girl and like her address and stuff, so they can find her. Yeah. Uh, she's just some video hoe, he says. 
Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I was going to hit that, but now after I saw Chapa get it, I'm going to save myself the trip to the free clinic. But, like, I mean, if she's a video hoe, you got to expect, like, if you're not getting her on the first day, you're probably in for some trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> she's never been through some stuff. I've never had, I've never ran with the video ho crowd, so I don't really understand <laughs> that world. Maybe you could explain us <laughs> and all the listeners, Jank. What's it like in the video ho crowd? Oh well, it's uh, <laughs> it's a very intense game. Yeah, a lot, a lot of hot tubs, a lot of cristal, a lot of penicillin. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yep. All right. All of the above. Uh it sounds good though. I'm into it. um so they go and find the porno chick girl and they start interviewing her and she basically tells them like go look for puppet head yeah what a name yeah that's her baby daddy apparently and he was he was kind of pissed off about this whole video thing um uh dutch i think right before this dutch was uh they're interviewing another guy who got attacked by this coffee bandit uh this time it's like an arabian guy and uh, so Dutch is the guy's kind of just screaming in Arabian and Dutch is like, all right, calm down. And then he like fucking loses his shit and starts being racist. <laughs> yeah, he, I can't remember what his quote, something about this isn't a jihad or something. Like, no, every yeah, fucking like, time is... we record this fucking phone rings, man. Yeah, goddamn jihad. Something like that. Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not very religious, so I, I, I don't really understand uh, how offensive it is, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I don't but know. he's, I mean, he's clearly frazzled. He wouldn't do this under normal circumstances, but he, he's just so pissed off about not being in the loop that yeah. uh, he's, he just kind of says it. Like, and, even Claudette uh, looks at him like, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, oh, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, he's on edge. Um, so the next scene with Dutch... He is interviewing a suspect who, you know, this robbery, you know, he's got a he's got a history of theft or whatever. So they're interviewing him about this coffee thing, trying to see if it was him. But this guy's got a, a rock solid alibi. But Dutch kind of he's kind of distracted and looking the other way, and he kind of tells this guy, "Oh yeah, this guy's going around, you know, throwing coffee in people's faces and robbing them." And, uh, and that comes to, back to bite him in the ass later in the episode. Yeah, because that dude's like, "Coffee? You know, I used a knife." <laughs> but it does uh it does come back to bite him in yeah the- uh monica pulls him into his office and the the raving guy and his daughter are there and they're just like he's trying to apologize and monica has to like you know kind of kiss his ass a little bit and be like you know you ever need a favor just give me a call straight away and uh so she's just like what the fuck man and he he tries to make up his excuses about like you know, oh, it, it sucks being cut out of all the action. And she's just like, it's my first sick of hearing. <laughs> she just shuts him the fuck down. Oh, yeah, she is. She's pissed <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, not off to a good start. Yeah. Not at all. Um, <laughs> it's so, so weird. Like, this whole show, like, it's always been, you know, Dutch. And Claudette are like these shining stars among the detectives, and uh, like their relationship is always the good one, you know. Like, oh, these two actually care about each other. But this season, it's just like everything's going down the toilet. <laughs> their reputations are in the toilet. Like, the tension between them is palpable at every scene. Uh, um. So, let's see. Vic. Goes to arrest Puppethead at this point, mm-hmm. and he bolts or whatever. <coughs> ah, hold on. <laughs> um, so that yeah, like, he bolts. He's trying to jump over a big fence. It's like probably you know eight nine feet tall. Uh, he's, he's trying to get over this fence, and Vic's just like, "You want to go over? Go over!" And he pushes. <laughs> I yeah yeah, it is pretty awesome, but it's pretty. What great. I don't understand is. How does Vic always chase people down and shit? (laughs) Like, it's not like, okay, so you got like this, you know, 20-year-old kid who's in good shape and is just going to take off. Then you got like 40-year-old Vic Mackey who's short and stocky and his legs are about nine inches long. How is he going to catch this kid? (laughs) He doesn't exactly have a runner's build. No, not (laughs) at all. I'm not buying any of that. 
Yeah, he must be on the roids. Just all in his legs. I guess. <laughs> um, so he gets him. Uh, they go back and interview him. He's not getting nothing from that guy. So Glenn Close is like, well, we'll just take his house and shit then. Yeah, Chapa. Chapa, they, they're going to take his house because Chapa yeah. won't, won't say that this was the guy who shot up his ride. Yeah. He's just like, I don't know. I don't know nothing. So they're like, okay, if you're not going to tell us anything, we're going to take your mom's house. And he's like, oh, no, you ain't going to do it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> they drive him over there and show him, like, show the cops taking his, his family out of the house and stuff. He's just like, nah, this ain't going to happen. He's calling their bluff, but it's not a bluff. Um, so... Now, uh, so after that, like after they they talk about seizing this thing, uh, Glenn Close, Dutch comes in and arrests the dude who was there earlier, the copycat guy. Now, Glenn Close <laughs> real pissed off because, like, Dutch fucked up again already. Yep. <laughs> he already first, just, first he just told him, like, I'm sick of your ass. And then he comes back like an hour later, like, oh, I, I kind of fucked up. Yeah, we haven't caught the original guy yet for this stupid, you know, coffee throwing thing and also we created a copycat yes and he was saying racial slurs against a, a, a victim good day yeah <laughs> so then the then choppa's mom comes in and she starts flipping the fuck out in there and it's pretty awesome um <laughs> Yeah, she's like pissed off that they're taking her house, and Glenn Close is just like whatever, <laughs> like she don't care. She's just stone faced. Uh, we get a jank where, um, like Vic and Corinne are meeting with a lawyer about testing for fucking autism drugs or whatever yeah. lawsuits wow. and class action and who gives a fuck that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah it's kind of continuing they already set this up i think an episode or so ago where they were going to be involved in this lawsuit and the witness fees are like fifteen thousand dollars per child for some reason even though you know it's got to be the same thing for each child i would imagine <laughs> so that doesn't make any sense but they're basically like, well, you know, Corinne works at a hospital. We'll just get one of the doctors there to do it for, you know, way cheaper. And the guy's like, all right, I guess so. But then they go talk to that doctor, uh, this, you know, doctor friend of Corinne's. And she's just like, no, I'm not helping you on this. <laughs> There's no proof that, like, the uh, vaccines cause, you know, uh, autism. So I'm not going to, like, be a party to this at all. Yeah. Vic loses his shit. Yeah, I don't. Hold on. Oh yeah, that okay. Yes, I was gonna say I don't think that's in this episode, Jake, but it it was in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, and then Corinne's kind of like, you know, hey, listen, we're buddies and all, but I, I don't, I don't believe what you're saying to me right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so she leaves too. Uh, then we get a fucking. Scene you know what's where... weird about that scene is, uh, I think it ends with basically like Corinne saying, you know, like. Like, that my kids being autistic cost me my marriage and stuff like that. It's like, uh, that's not how I remember it. <laughs> that's not the way they wrote it on the shield. I don't know no. what marriage you have. <laughs> like, but. she left it during the whole Gilroy thing. Like, that wasn't because the kids were autistic. That was because she thought her husband was dangerous or lying or something. Yeah, something. She He was putting them in harm's way, and then there's the infidelity, yeah. but... Never yeah. was autism a a topic of conversation that I remember. No, I, I never like, even remember them fighting about that, really, other than him not wanting to put the kid in the home. But that was way after the fact. Yes. Yeah, so that, that definitely, I would say that was not a contributing factor uh, at, at all. all. But you know how it is. You got you got to flail. You got to throw everything at the wall to make <laughs> them feel bad about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a scene after this about fucking, uh, you know, fucking bullshit Julian going to some kid's house who didn't want his picture taken because he doesn't want to be a gay. It was fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that ever pays off in any way. It's not like I don't think we see that kid again. No, oh, not in this episode. He died. Look what he did. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. think anything like that happens. Um, 
Um, there's also a scene, I think it was a little bit earlier, where uh, Lem, he's kind of, they've been going around talking to, uh, like, some of the girlfriends and wives and baby mamas of the different gang members, and he's got a little bit of dirt on Anton, or Antoine Mitchell, uh, where he's just like, it turns out this guy's got a lot of kids. <laughs> He was knocking up a lot of girls. He got like 12 kids with like six different moms. He said he was like sneaking his sperm out of prison or something, which, why? <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing. You ha- you have a baby, but you didn't even get to have sex with the lady? That's the worst of all worlds. Like, how how much do you think of yourself that like, I got to just <laughs> impregnate as many people. I need so many spawn. I'm yeah. So great. That's bizarre. <laughs> but they're kind of like, oh well, he, if he's knocking up this many ladies, he's probably leaving a lot of scorn behind. Let's uh, let's dig up some dirt on these on these people and try to find out some stuff there. So yeah, they got some shit to talk about, Antoine. Um, so Glenn Close tells Vic that uh, Antoine bailed out Puppet Head, and they're like, oh no, <laughs> that ain't that good. So Vic and Glenn Close and Ronnie, they all go over to Puppethead's house, and he ain't there, but the girlfriend's there. And uh, she's like, oh, Antoine Mitchell gave him over to the Spook Streets, and I heard they dragged him behind a car and ripped all his skin off or something. Yeah, so Puppethead's probably dead. Yep. I'm never going to find that guy. Yeah. Um... Claudette's eating some soup, and uh, Dutch goes in. He makes kind of one final plea, like, please just apologize to the DA. Like, I'm tired of my career tanking. Like, we got to do something about this. And she's just like, I'm just going to (laughs) eat. Yeah. This is some real good soup. Um, So he kind of snaps and and ends up going behind her back. Yeah, it's such a pansy move. (laughs) But Vic yeah. also goes. He go, Vic goes over to Shane's house first, and they got the baby there, and Mara's all fucking mopey and greasy as fuck, man. I don't know if you know her. She looks like greasy and sweaty. I don't know, like you ever know. She also like, had like a little bit of a mustache going. I think. Oh, I didn't. Like, see there was the a stash. little bit of stubble. I didn't see the stash at all, but all right. <laughs> I trust your. Uh, I trust your judgment on there. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, it was tough. She yeah, she has seen better days. Oh, they yeah. kind of briefly mentioned that she's having like a little bit of postpartum, I guess. So I guess that's why she has uh, completely, I don't know, become like a bag lady almost. Yeah, like even Shane's like, just just get dressed and I'll make you lunch. Yeah, like she tries <laughs> to heat up the baby's bottle and it doesn't go well. Yeah. So he has to do it. And he was like, oh man, this poor guy. Mm. <laughs> it's not. He's got to take care of both of them. Oh. I'd rather have the baby, and I hate kids, man. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but basically, it's a weird like, because, like, Nick is trying to, you know, get him in on the seizure thing. He's like, hey, you know, I wanted to get you on this team, but, like, the baby starts crying, like, as soon as he starts talking about it. It's just like, uh, uh he kind of keeps getting cut off every time he wants to say something about it. Yeah. But uh, Shane's like, ah, oh, you know, I kind of like what I'm doing now. This whole Vice thing's cool. I like Army. He's a good guy. Um, and Vic's like, yeah, we could probably get him in too. You know, you should, you should consider it. Uh, cause Vic really wants to keep, you know, a leash on Shane again. So he's trying to get in, you know, back where he can monitor his activities. But then like, even, even Mara's all like, oh, Shane's pretty happy where he is. And I was like, shut up, bitch. Go get me a turkey pot pie, you greasy motherfucker. <laughs> She's so greasy in that movie. Or in that, in that scene. So greasy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So Shane tells Vic, oh, I'll think about it. And Vic leaves. And then Dutch, this is where Dutch goes to see that DA lady. I like this lady. Like, she's, she ain't fucking around, man. No. (laughs) This lady been in everything. She's been in, like, seven. Really? Oh, yeah. She was in, like, she was in. uh, uh, I don't don't know if she was in. (laughs) She was in How High. She was in. um, Okay. Friday. She's been in she's been in a bunch of shit. Um but I like this lady. But Vic or not not Vic, but Dutch goes and tells her, like, oh hey, listen, I I can put Claudette in check. Like, first off, you ain't you ain't checking Claudette. <laughs> There's no way you're no, put, no. you're putting Claudette. And Vic and Acevedo couldn't do it. Dutch is definitely not gonna do it. 
<laughs> the chief couldn't do it. The DA's office couldn't do it. Dutch no. is definitely not going to fucking do it. But he tells <laughs> the DA, oh, yeah, I could do it. And um, she's like, all right, but sometimes, you know, uh, I might need a favor or something. You just do my favor and, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe we can uh, work this all out. Now, here's the thing I don't get, man. I understand, like, they're mad at them for that whole case and shit. But at the end of the day, they're all on the same fucking team. Like, they're trying to get <laughs> criminals off the streets and shit. Not fucking, you know. But she's like, oh, you got to cut a deal with me. And I might need a favor. And it's like, the favor, you guys should both have the same favor. You both want to, like, go arrest this person or that person. You know what I mean? But it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, clearly, as the show has shown us over and over again, especially with Aceveda, like, nothing is ever for free. <laughs> you may think you're on the same team, but if there's a way that they can get something on you, they're going to do it. Yeah. It's all politics. So, no one really cares about getting criminals off the street. They're just, what's going to help my career? <laughs> That's yeah, really what they're ultimately about. Yeah, pretty much. So, we get back to the mama, uh, you know, like Choppa's mama. Like, we get a scene back where Vic's at the house and Glenn Close shows up. And they're kind of, like, talking to each other about whether or not they should really take this house and all that kind of stuff. And it's really awesome. You really get a peek into Glenn Close's character in this. Yeah. Because as much as you think, like, she's, like, okay, well, she's kind of, like, trying to bring a squad together and she wants to work with the community. She's also kind of a fucking bitch at the same time. <laughs> like, she's fucking cutthroat, too. Yeah, she is no nonsense. Like, she was like, I made a promise that, you know, if you didn't cooperate, this is what's going to happen. Like, I have to, I got to stick with it. I, I, this is not ideal. Like, this could be bad for public image, but we're going to have to do it because I said that's what would happen. So I'm sticking to my word no matter what. Yeah. Which is, I like, I appreciate it, because she is very different from Aceveda, who's all about the optics. Whereas yes. she's just like, whatever, this is this is the way it is. That's what the policy is. We take things that were bought with drug money, we're going to stick to that policy. This was house was bought by a drug dealer, so we're taking Fuck it. Fuck these kids. They're on the street. <laughs> I'm taking this house back, basically. <laughs> I don't care about the mom. I don't care about the fucking children. We're taking the fucking house, and that's. I don't care about Aloysius. Yep, don't care. <laughs> don't care a fuck. And nope. that's where we end, Jank. Yeah, there. That's, that's a baller move on her part. This uh, is I the go, very first seizure. I go eight out of ten on this one, Jank. Ooh, that's solid. I like yeah. it. It's a good. It's another solid episode. Yeah, a lot of drama, which is always good. What do you got? Yeah, I would say that's dead nuts on. All right. Fair enough. All right. All right. Let's do some best quotes. Um. All right. Well, let's just go with that. Some good ones. Well, let's just go with that last scene. Um. Where us or where Osamita, where Glenn Close <laughs> and. Vic are talking about, like, do they really want to take this house away from these kids and blah, blah, blah. And Glenn Close says either it works or it doesn't. To make exceptions, to put a prettier face on it, sounds more like Aceveda than me. And then she walks out the door and there's a guy standing there and she signs the fucking whatever, the order to take this house. And she just goes, take it. And the yeah. fucking, it's so awesome. It is kind of like, whoa, she ain't fucking around. Yeah, it is. It's so good, especially the way they they put in that stupid thing with uh, with Vic yelling at the doctor. where he's just like, what I do doesn't scar children for the rest of their lives. And then they cut to him like kicking these kids out of the house. Yeah, it's so good. Well, he didn't want to, though. He didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they had it's policy. That's what you do. If you want, if he wanted them to keep the house, all he had to do was cooperate with the police. That's it. Yep. He had every chance. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was a good quote, though. Like, she's so, like, that's where you're like, oh, fuck, man. She's she's for real. She ain't fucking around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for sure. Well, Shafa had a couple of good quotes when he was getting all pissed off that they are taking the house. Uh, he's like, you a crack of wood hoe. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, Chopper's awesome, man. Yeah. I love Chopper. And they called Danny. He's like, "You're a white bitch too." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he is pretty awesome. Um, oh, so good. That scene you were talking about where Claudette's eating her dinner and she just doesn't want, she's not replying to him or whatever. And uh, Dutch says to her, he's like, um, "This isn't about right or wrong with you anymore. It's about pride." And Claudette's like, can't psychoanalyze killers anymore. So you're giving me the once over? It's it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, like fucking profile in yeah, yeah. Dutch. Old profile in Dutch. Oh, I like uh, early on when they're looking for Chapa and they're like, check his, you know, his mom's house and his girlfriend's house. When trouble hits, these assholes always run one of two ways. The pussy they're getting into or the pussy they came out of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good that it well, that was a good line. Yeah, that's classic. Um, when Shane and Vic are talking at the Roach Coach, and Vic's like, "Oh, I missed you at Gilroy's funeral," and then Shane's <laughs> like, "I had pressing problems to bury, but I'll send Nancy a fruitcake if it'll make you feel better." He's such a dick in, his, in these <laughs> episodes so far. He's such a fucking dick. He's taking all that like built-up anger from being at home with Mara and that baby out on Vic and everyone else on the streets. Yeah. And then later on in that scene, Shane's like, good thing I ordered first a little beef, bean, and cash burrito. You want to taste? <laughs> and Vic's like, uh, no thanks. He's like, oh, yeah, trying to be, trying to earn that Eagle Scout badge now. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy to see Vic, you know, trying to be the good guy. And Shane is just, you know, two hands trying to grab everything he can. Yeah. Like, he has no tact whatsoever. No. Yeah, tact's not really <laughs> a strong suit with Shane. No. no. Not so much. No. Um, I like when, uh, when Vic finds, you know, the bloody shirt in, in the laundry. And uh, who apparently, you know, like the uh, mom's supposed to wash that first, but she wanted to wash her, her linens first. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, then Vic sees it. And he's like, always separate your bloodstains from your delicates, asshole. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had that one written out as well. Um, let's see. Oh, when they go back to interview Choppa, like Vic and Glenn Close, and Vic walks in, he's like, uh, we got good news, bad news, and worse news. And, and and he's all like, how about a refill on my beverage? And then Vic picks up his cup. He's like, oh, sure. And then he throws the ice in his face. You refreshed? <laughs> pretty awesome. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like when Claudette is uh, – he's she's trying to get Dutch in interested in this case she's like pretend this guy isn't a coffee thrower let's say he killed three people and dutch is like now you're just getting me aroused (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, another quote i have is from uh when glenn close and the and vic and shane are watching that you know that porno or whatever that porno (laughs) rap music (laughs) and she's like never thought of myself as a prude but it may be time to reconsider (laughs) so i thought that was a good line yeah. Yep, that's very good. I love that. Um, um, let's see if I have anything else. I like when Vic says to Dutch, you know, way to go. Get assigned a, a simple robbery. You cause a crime wave. Remind me never to put you guys on a murder case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just rubbing it in. Yeah, oh, he's so rubbing it in. <laughs> um. Oh, when, uh, like, Shane and Army and Vic go to see that producer guy who made the porno video, House mm-hmm. Party or whatever the fuck his name was, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I'm a one-stop shop here, whatever. He's like, I got I got the beats, I got the, the, the girls or whatever, and then <laughs> Army's like, what, so you're Samuel Goldwyn meets Seymour Butts? <laughs> I thought that was a good line. Yeah. Uh, Jack, you ever, you ever watch a Seymour Butts porno? No. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know about nowadays, like, but back in the nineties, like they were the bomb porns. Really? Like, you know, nowadays, like they're every run, every day run of the mill porns, but like he always had the best girls. They were very good porns. Yeah. 
I, hmm. I didn't like see more. That buttons. was just a stamp of quality. Yeah, <laughs> that was your porn update. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was jerking off to go back. Was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look these up. I remember there was one called Seymour Butts Goes Nuts. I know that was one of the porno titles. All balls. Just swinging balls. Sure. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember even what why it was so good. But I, I'm sure if you watch it now, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I see this on Showtime now. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. But <laughs> back then it was like, oh, this is something different. This ain't big, hairy, bushed fucking looking things. <laughs> oh. Still, nobody, nobody likes no no. no, 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 not at all. Uh, you got any other quotes? Uh, I think just ones we talked about. It's my first day. I'm already tired of hearing it. Um, the you plotting retribution. No man, we got a circle jerk jumping off. Why don't you grab some Vaseline and join in? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, when they talk to that that girl, uh, you know, Puppethead's girlfriend, and, and Glenn Close is like, "So this war's about you?" And she's like, "I guess I'm the bomb, huh?" Yeah, the bomb. I, That's dated as fuck. I know. I, I still like it, though. I still love it. <laughs> I'm just glad she didn't say I'm the bomb.com. Then I would have had to turn the TV off and probably throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nope. This thing is soiled now. <laughs> Sullied. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't have any other quotes. All right. Yeah, me neither. Uh, let's move on to the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. I went with Choppa. Hell yeah, me too. Played by Six Reasons. Yeah, what a name. Yeah, that is, that's that. not his real name, but... Fuck Choppa. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, like, I was reading a little bit about Choppa, and uh, apparently, like, he was, like, a, you know, like, he was going down the gang road and shit, and... Uh, you know, he, he kind of lived that life. He might have been like an orphan or like something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he, uh, you know, he went to an audition. I I can't remember. There was some kind of gang movie. He went to an open audition. Somebody discovered him. And then he, uh, you know, he kind of straightened his life out since then. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah. Finally, some good news. Yeah, he, he kind of was a gang guy, though. Well, I'm glad he turned his shit around. That's that's good news. Yeah. I don't know what like, the six reasons means as far as his name. I didn't look into that, but uh, I'm sure there's something behind, you know, obviously. There's got to be a reason behind that because that's not his real name, obviously. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I yeah. House party, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. It's house Everyone party. should be named house party. Yeah. I might change my name to house party. <laughs> And then you have to have a son, just so you can name him House Party 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or House Party 3. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, what do you got? Uh, I also had uh, Chapa oh, yeah, as yeah, well yeah, on that Chapa. one. So, uh, MVP, let's do that. Well, Jake. <laughs> I went with Glenn Close again. <laughs> Running the table. She's so goddamn good so far. She is. Oh, she like, really she, is. She tried that opening speech is fucking fantastic. She's just, you know, the ending. She opens the show strong. She closes this episode strong. It's just, it's, it's, it's a Glenn Close driven episode for me. Yeah, that is, that's fair. I can't argue that at all. Yeah. Who do, you, who do you got? Um, I, I went with Vic just to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> um, I thought it was good to see. There's some classic Vic moments, like him throwing the guy over the fence or throwing the drink at the guy. Um, and it's also just nice to see Vic being, like, supportive of the captain. Like, he's, he's the first one clapping at all of her speeches and shit. Like, he is way into this because he knows this is his last chance. Like, if she goes down, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. So he wants this to work. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He really wants this to happen, so it's an interesting, you know, a new dynamic for Vic. So I, I, I appreciated that. Yeah, I hear you. I like it. I can go with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do the uh, the Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck up. This one uh, seems obvious to me, but we'll see. Well, who'd you go with? Uh, I went with Dutch. <laughs> 
Yeah. For pretty much everything he did in this episode. I mean, it was his first day under the new captain, and he, he fucked up royally several times. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yep, for sure. Yep. Plus, trying to think he, you know, could control Claudette. Clearly, that's not going to work out. You're never going to do it, Dutch. No. No. No, no, no. You're biting off too much. Yeah. Yeah, not you, Dutch. Somebody else might be able to do it, but not you. Maybe James. Maybe. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I went with Dutch as well. So, All right. Yeah, on the same page there. Yeah, I mean, this this was a very bad episode for Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Probably not since the whole Marcy thing. Is he, you know, fucked up this whole Oh, yeah, that is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Marcy. I forgot about her. Uh, let's do the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode. Uh, well, I got two here. I got, I already mentioned, uh, Julian with the kid, that whole fucking bullshit. And I also got Vic with the, the class action lawsuit. I don't give a fuck about any of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those are definitely weak points for sure. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Bad times. What do you got? Uh, I went with the, uh, uh, the little boy, uh, like, Elo, you know, chop his brother when they go to his house and they're like you know where's your brother like tell us where your brother is and he's like he's in his room like he's terrible in that. <laughs> he's a terrible <laughs> actor i realize he's a child and i'm probably judging too harshly but so <laughs> his acting was not good he gets the dumpy award for a five second <laughs> one line scene I didn't want to just give it to Danny and Julian again, like, so I gotta try to find some, if there's something else that sticks out as being bad, like, then it's gonna get it. Yeah, I hear ya. Also, the number of times I had to hear uh, Choppa's mama say, Aloysius. Aloysius, yeah, that's a rough name. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a a good name. That kid's doomed. (laughs) No wonder why he goes by Choppa and Goldie G. He's got to bury this whole Aloysius thing. How, how at no point in this episode was there not a Choppa sick balls? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Save that for next episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I guess we can do some casting here. Okay. Who would they be? If they weren't on the shield. Uh, we're going to figure out what band Lem would be. Okay. All That's right. I got two bands for Lem. I don't know. How, how many you got for Lem? Um, I just have one. I was like, oh, this is so perfect. I don't need anything else. <laughs> I hear you. There's, there's two bands that immediately popped into my head. I wonder if we have the same band at number one. <laughs> Do you want to like... You want to go three, two, one, and then both say the band and see if it's the same? Uh, I, d- I don't think we're going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so who do you got for Lamb at number one? Uh, I went with Poison. What? <laughs> poison. Here's why. Uh, poison, you know, obviously, they're like, oh, we're a metal band, and we're named Poison. Like, oh, that sounds pretty badass. Like, I can't wait to hear this stuff. And then you turn it on, and she's like, unskinny, pop, pop, pop. You're like, what pop, the pop. fuck is this shit? Why? <laughs> like the Backstreet Boys of hair metal. Like, there ain't nothing metal about this at all. <laughs> Are you bagging on Poison in front of me? I, no, I don't even hate Poison. It's just, just like they're not they're not nearly as badass as they present themselves to be. <laughs> all right. Which oh, is no, no, very no, no. fitting they're, for Lem. Yeah, Okay. Lem's this big guy, big mountain of a man who's very strong, and, you know, he's on the strike team, so you're like, oh, this guy's a huge badass, but really inside, he's just a big puppy dog. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Okay, all right, all right, yeah. I can see so that. So neither one of them are nearly as hard as they, you know, would seem on the surface. Okay, all right. I- I'll let it go. I just, as long as you're not bashing poison, because that, that's my shit. Yeah, I got nothing against poison. I, I grew up on them. Yeah. Um... All right. Well, the first band for me that popped into my head immediately was <laughs> Sublime. <laughs> yes. Like, it's just that, like, 
I smoked six joints. I'm a surfer kind of guy. I, I, I'm going to do some tequila, too. And we're just going to sing, you know, just kind of, you know, alternative like songs. <laughs> do you think Lem smokes pot on the show? I got to imagine they get drug tested, right? I don't I don't think cops get drug tested. Really? I don't think so. Well, maybe like when you first get hired, but yeah. I don't, unless you're like, like random drug tests. Yeah, like maybe if they think you're up to something, they might. But I don't think on the, the reg. But I don't. What the fuck do I know? Yeah, I don't know. That's why I need a cop. Um, <laughs> the only other, I, I also put down three eleven for Lem because they're oh yeah, kind of like Sublime but worse. <laughs> I, I like know. some of their songs. They're, they're not all bad. They're not all bad. Like, I like Amber. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing else from 311 I like, but, you know. Amber and. No, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. What, what, Just what, the one. What were their other couple big hits that they were on the radio? Uh, Down. Down, all mixed up. down, down. down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else? Is, was that the uh, only. All mixed up. Um, oh yeah. All don't stay home. How's Beautiful. don't stay home go? Uh, that's more. It's like don't stay home this time. Oh. No, don't stay home. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I do Beautiful it. disaster. That one was alright. I know Doug Benson from Doug Loves Movies. You know, one of my favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always goes on the 311 cruise. Like, there's a 311 cruise every year, and he's always part of it. Wow. And I was like, oh, I'd like to do that if just if 311 wasn't <laughs> there, man. Like, why does 311 have to come? <laughs> I realize it's their cruise and everything, but they could stay. <laughs> yeah, can't they, you know, like, get seasick or something and yeah. just stay in their cabins? Yeah. <laughs> 310 cruise. Like, you come on the cruise now, and then we'll owe you one later on. Basically, <laughs> we won't be there. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I that's, like both of those. That's what I got, man. You know what? I'm gonna throw in another one. I'll I'll throw in the Offspring, also a uh, Southern California band. Dexter kind of looks a little bit like a lamb. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see that. They're gonna, a, they're an American there. band. Yeah, where did you think they were from? <laughs> I always thought they were like European. I always thought they were like from, <laughs> you know, Holland. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. All right, I always thought they were a European band. I really did. <laughs> My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Holland. Wow, some yeah. exotic flavor. Yeah, I didn't know. It makes me like them a little bit less. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now that I found out they're American, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I like them as much. Not that I don't, I don't, I don't dislike the Offspring. I don't love the Offspring. I like, I'm, I'm middle ground, but uh, they just dropped down a notch. Damn. Yeah. Well, we can pretend they're Holland in our mind. All right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. They're Dutch. <laughs> Get them back up there. They're, they're, they're Hollandbach. <laughs> yep. Hollandwagenbach. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for uh, for this episode. Which, uh, by the way, as we teased last week, this was the the halfway mark. Uh, oh. Now that we've talked about this episode, we are officially halfway through the shield. We are down the hill after this. Yeah, we're on the back nine now. Yep, just like my life. <laughs> Same. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I hear that. A bit smooth. Yeah, at least we ended on a high note, though, Jank. Yeah. Yeah. It, this season has been very good. Very it different, has been but very, very good. good. I do remember, like, I don't remember particularly what happens, you know, specifics and whatnot, but I do remember, like, uh, the Glenn Close season was fucking incredible. Like, she was great. Yeah. Yeah. She really she, is. She's still living up to what I remember. But I don't mm-hmm. remember the storylines. I just remember thinking, like, God damn, Glenn Close killed it because I was – disappointed i was like oh i'm playing close <laughs> yeah it was definitely a weird weird choice at the time but man it really worked it really fucking worked in ways it probably shouldn't even 
wouldn't have worked. <laughs> she was just well, really good. That's just that, that that's just an indictment on her acting. Yeah. Very good. Yes, I agree. This was the perfect part for her, and she nailed it. Show. All right. Well, I guess until uh, till Wednesday's episode. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Alvarez here says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the cold muffin.